says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The sky proclaims his handiwork. Psalm 88 says, Darkness is my closest friend. The Psalms are lovely, lovely book. It's the most quoted book in the New Testament. But if we start there, we miss what the Psalms actually say they are useful to us for. Not exclusively, but I believe the primary purpose is for our devotional life, corporate and private, which is why at my church we uh, begin with the language of the Psalms, both praise and lament. It's an important part of being human that we both say, talk about sad things honestly and say them back to God, and also that we celebrate. There is always the ability and opportunity for Christians to rejoice, even if uh, that rejoicing is in ashes. And so there are three basic ways to understand the psalm, or three, three kinds of psalm. There's psalms of orientation. In the sun, the world is ordered and makes sense. We remember that God is God over that, and we praise him for it. Psalm 1 is a, is a psalm of orientation. Then there's psalms of disorientation, where we express to God, at least indirectly, it's his fault that things are terrible, be they medical, like Psalm 30, or circumstantial, like all of the enemy psalms, or specifically circumstantial, like Psalms 74, 79, and 137, which are all about the exile of Israel. And then there are psalms of reorientation, gospel psalms that sometimes begin with praise, though not always, and sometimes begin with lament. There's always lament in the middle, and then something changes, either the person's disposition or their sense of God's goodness, or literally they're healed, like in Psalm 30, and they return to praise, and this time the praise is so rich. I like to pick what day it is and utilize that psalm for prayer, and sometimes add 30, but I do that a lot less than I used to. And I'll even use some highlighters, because the psalms have a lot to teach us about being human, about the steps of grief, and not because I want us to wallow in our grief, but friends, we do need to grieve. You actually cannot avoid it. It will leak out if you avoid it, especially when you have opportunities. Um to grieve and you can tell in your mind or your emotions that you need to. And so I take five highlighters. The yellow one is for denial. Sometimes praise in the midst of disorientation is denial and not in a bad sense, if it's honest. My pink highlighter is for anger. When the psalmist writes, God, I want you to break the teeth of my enemies. God's not going to break their teeth but it's good to express our anger to him. There are tons of references throughout the Psalms of the covenant that God made with Israel and wondering when and where and how he's going to show up and demanding that he show up. And every covenant line in the Psalms is a move of bargaining. Do you see the steps? Denial, anger, bargaining. That's my orange highlighter. There are moments of depression. At night, I drench my bed with weeping. I think most references to sleep are at least partially related to depression. Even if the Lord gives sleep, it's a reference to at times sleep was elusive. Psalm 88, as I quoted before, darkness is my closest friend, is an absolutely depressing verse. It's also the last verse of the psalm. 
That's my green highlighter. And my blue highlighter is acceptance. The Psalms of reorientation have the most beautiful acceptance because they sometimes praise and sometimes not. They're honest with God about circumstances or emotions or trials with other humans in their life, be they powerful or not. And then they return to praise because the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. The Psalms are a lovely testament to the goodness of God. The Psalms are a lovely testament to the people of God, being honest with God corporately and individually about what it's like to be human. And the Psalms guide us in the with God life in how to relate to God in our worst moments. You have never had a moment as dark as Psalm 137, which ends with, blessed are they who take their babies and bash their heads against the rock. There's all sorts of context and historical, but that's, this is what, in that moment, the Israelites wanted, primarily because it was what was done to them by the Babylonians. Walter Brueggemann, in his book, The Message of the Psalms, which profoundly shaped me, says, It's an act of profound faith to entrust one's most precious hatreds to God, knowing they will be taken seriously. The Psalms guide us into full honesty with God knowing that he loves us, knowing that he takes all of our prayers utterly seriously, and then leading us back to praise him. Not always, but sometimes. And those times are glorious and beautiful and a reflection of the good news of Jesus. Mm -hmm.